0: You know, I guess I think I've always been a professional critic, you know, or some sort of professional appreciator or something.
1: This is serious business here, man. Putting on a great show is the most important thing you can do.
2: One great rock show can change the world.
3: Best songs, best comebacks, best records of the year so far. Like a lot of music fans, Jim and I make lists all year round. But come December, there's only one list on our minds. The best albums of the year. I'm Greg Cott from the Chicago Tribune.
2: And I'm Jim DeRogatis from WBEZ and Columbia College. It's time to reveal the top albums of 2013. That's coming up on Sound Opinions. You're listening to Sound Opinions, and time now to count down the best albums of 2013. Greg, we live for this show, okay? Not that we reduce all the work we do as critics and journalists all year covering popular music to lists, but I like the idea of the year-end best-of list from critics because it forces them not to equivocate. You have to not sit on the fence and say, this is the music that mattered to me most this year, and rare is a list from any critic, even the ones we disagree with, even for me, you, that doesn't have some merit in it that doesn't make me reconsider a record or introduce me to a record.
3: Far be it from me to To say that our listeners should have pity on us, but they should have pity on us. It's really hard. Dozens and (laughs) dozens of records. What are the top ten favorites of the year? And that's really what it comes down to for me, Jim, is not so much what everybody else thinks or what's big on the charts or what everybody else is talking about. What are the ten records that I listened to the most and gave me the most pleasure each time I return to them? I seem to learn something new. So that was my criterion. This year, Jim, we're going to jump around a little bit on our top tens to highlight some albums that we may have not mentioned as much on the show. To get the complete list that we are uh, talking about today, you can go to soundopinions.org, of course.
2: Absolutely. I've got, I'm have got. i going to have my top 30 albums of the year up there. But I know you're going to start at number 10 on your list as we work towards our number ones.
3: Yes, Jim, my number 10 record was Nico Case, The worse Things Get, The Harder I Fight, The Harder I Fight, The More I Love You. We had Nico on the show a few weeks ago. We've talked about her extensively. I want to jump ahead to my number nine album, which is by A small Brazilian group, a duo, in fact, Brazilian teenagers who call themselves BogaRins. They've named themselves after a jasmine flower that the ancients say smells like pure love. <laughs> <laughs> and their debut album is called As Plantis Cacurum, which means plants that heal. I mean, right away, these guys sound like dreamy hippies out of the 60s. And in fact, I think they are referencing the 60s that they never experienced firsthand, that tropicalium movement in Brazil that revolutionized the music scene there. We're talking about people like Os Mutantes, Tom Zay, Caetano Veloso, this sprawling psychedelic-informed music that took the traditions of Brazil and filtered them through this prism of the current psychedelic music at the time. The one thing about this record is it has a very dreamy, elastic quality that makes me think it could have been recorded in the 60s, or it could have been recorded next year. The arrangements are very sophisticated for a couple of guys who are essentially self-taught, recorded this entire album by themselves on borrowed equipment. They're not... Well financed type of musicians. They grew up in central Brazil, far away from the urban centers in that country, and instead kind of forged this sound in their heads pretty much on their own. Remarkably sophisticated record, as I said, for a couple of kids out of central Brazil. Here's a track from it. It's called Lucer Fernandes from Bogorans on Sound Opinions. <laughs> The album is called As Plantis Cacurum from Brazil on Sound Opinions, my number nine record of the year. Jim, what are you going to start with?
2: Greg, I'm starting at number 10 with the 10th album from the Duluth, Minnesota band, Low, The Invisible Way. Now, traditionally, among the two of us, you have been the bigger Low fan, super fan, I would say. <laughs> I haven't disliked Low. I've just never thought they were truly extraordinary, very talented purveyors of a particular sound, that slow core dreamy thing that picks up with the Velvet Underground's third album and takes it forward, okay? For some reason, well, for a couple of reasons, which I'll enumerate, The Invisible Way connected with me more deeply than anything in Lowe's consistently good, but for me, never mind-blowing canon, okay? This is the album I would tell people to turn to First, to introduce themselves to this band. The trio recorded here in Chicago with Jeff Tweedy at Wilco's Northside Loft. It's not a flashy production. They aren't experimenting with the sound as they have in the past. They've made some very guitar heavy, loud feedback albums to vary the slow core sound. They're not doing anything very different, period, except for maybe letting drummer vocalist Mimi Parker sing a little more. Alan Sparhawk, her husband, the guitarist in the band, is singing a little less. But it's basically low. I I don't know if the songwriting is just stronger this time. The imagery is really potent. The song I'm going to play is called Plastic cup and I think that what it's about is after the apocalypse the zombie apocalypse or the nuclear holocaust choose one right you know somebody's surveying the landscape of damage and all that's left is this plastic cup to testify to centuries of civilization that are now gone I just love that idea the record is full of moments like this that song that Mimi sings Holy Ghost is wonderful it just really hit me at kind of a dark time and I realized I listened to it again and again and again play it almost more than anything else this year, except for the other nine records I'm going to talk about to come. Here is Plastic Cup by Lowe from The Invisible Way on Sound Opinions.
4: You could always count on your friends to get you high That's right You could always count on the rents to get You could fly And now they make you pissing
2: Plastic cup by Lowe, the invisible way, is number 10 on my list. Greg, where are you on your list?
3: Jim, at number eight, I've got Deltron 3030 with Event 2, and at number seven, I've got Vic Mensa with. Internet tape. This is the solo debut by a Chicago hip hop artist. He was in a band that we've talked about in the past on this show, Kids These Days, a high school band. All these guys were teenagers, had a lot of success. Ended up with a major label deal being sent their way in the spring of this year, and then broke up the day they got the deal. The band ended up breaking up, so they splintered off into these different factions. Mensah started working on this solo record last year, and then turned his full attention to it, and it is brilliant. In the tradition of kids these days, which is kind of this sprawling band that touched on all these different genres— soul, rock, jazz, sometimes to a fault. Mensa does that same sort of thing on internet tape and the ambition of the music is truly impressive. One of the most musical records you're going to hear in any genre this year in terms of just all the basses it touches. And then at the center of it, you have Mensa, uh, who divides this record up essentially to two halves. You've got the first, which is more playful, kind of that precocious kid who was in a high school band showing that side of his personality and then the second half, more pensive and dark you start to see him transitioning into adulthood and some of that darkness that he was feeling over the last year with the turmoil in his band and in his personal life starting to come through and i'm going to play a track from that part of the album it's called fear and doubt from Vic mensa on sound opinions
5: narrow point reflection of myself questioning what is my life to become I wonder will I ever be the man my mama wish I was or will I end up victim to the hand of a gun given the current circumstances I stand alone no one to hold me but me I mean it's hard not to be stressed stretching myself to the bone came from my chest I've be heaving because all the smoke I've been breathing it just did not be depressed all the pressures from record labels around me and the band still trying to sign me finally in a position to put all of that shit behind me how many mothers have a son they never know Nobody questions what they do, nobody wonders where they go. I'm going around in circles chasing myself in contradiction with a pistol to the back of my head. Probably pull the trigger the moment after I make it big Pretty white seats in the Lambo all plastered and red. My than me naturally I'll forever be fly It's in my blood it has to be, how could I ever be not? Ain't a question when and where cause I'ma forever get mine. Stand in my way that be the day they get a deputy shot Going back, oh that, that used to be me. I used to be weak, we used to be thieves, Don't my shoes for a second, think about it, what if you could be me, what would you do, what would
6: you do, I'm a day, in the flames,
3: burning in Purple.
6: the raids, going
5: out in net, net, net.
3: Vic Mensa with a track called Fear and Doubt. The album is called Internet Tape, my number seven album of the year on Sound Opinions. Jim, what do you got next?
2: Greg, at number nine, I have a band called Wooden... Ships. That's spelled S-H-J-I-P-S, if you're going to Google it, and you should as soon as I'm done talking about it because you need to hear this record, Back to Land. This band has been kicking around for some time. A San Francisco quartet that began recording in the mid-2000s. These big slabs of dark mystery built on those familiar garage rock, psychedelic rock elements of droning organ, fuzzed out guitar, whispered vocals, metronomic drumming. I think sometimes when a band has been around a long time whether it was Lowe who was number 10 on my list or Wooden Ships who've been around a long time at number 9 critics take them for granted and they go for something new but I really play hard and fast by the number of listens I've given an album over the course of the year how many times has it kept me coming back and now you know with iTunes right it'll tell you on your (laughs) iTunes player you know this is the 40th time you have spun this record you're like wow I really have listened a lot I love Back to land again they're not reinventing the wheel it's that wonderful swirling psychedelic rock I love so much but I think that this album in particular is up there with any of the greats in this genre you would care to name I don't care if it's Dream Syndicate Spaceman 3 anybody it's that good it takes me on this journey each and every time I listen to it just tune in to this tune I'm going to play it's called Back to Land by Wooden Ships it's the title track from the album on Sound Opinions
3: That is Back to Land from Wooden Ships on Sound Opinions, Jim Goddess's number nine album of the year, also the title track from that album. Coming up on Sound Opinions from WBEZ Chicago and PRX, some of our listeners play Critic, and we continue our countdown to the best albums of 2013. Welcome back to Sound Opinions. I'm Greg Kot with Jim DeRigatis, and we're counting down our favorite records of 2013. And we're going to continue running through our top ten in a second, but Jim, you know we're not the only ones making these kind of lists at the end of the year. We've got some fanatical fans out there, as fanatical about music as we are. Many people sent us emails and Facebook messages and tweets, and we wanted to hear from a few during this episode. Charlie's up first. He's in Minneapolis. Hi, Charlie. Welcome to Sound Opinions. Hi, how are you doing? I'm um, good and uh, we've got a number one record that you're going to play for us. What is your top record of 2013?
0: My top record of 2013 was uh, Michael Cronin's MC two
3: that is a very fine record. Tell us a little bit about Michael Cronin. What do you know about him
0: Well, I know that he has been a collaborator with Ty Siegel band and Ty Siegel for quite a while. He's part of that San Francisco garage rock scene. this is his his second solo effort good God, trust me.
3: mc2 is the name of the record what do you love about it
0: i love the i love the garage rock and i love that sound the big thing about this specific album is more than some of the other garage rock albums that have been coming out in recent years this one really has a strong sense of melody to it all the songs are really underpinned by that jangly acoustic guitar and the strong melodies from his vocals and on top of it he's got that heavy layer of garage rock fuzz That really provides the muscle and the, and the power behind the song.
3: Yeah, it's it's a beautiful record uh, in a lot of ways. He's also got some string textures on it as well. Um, yeah, he
0: does. Some of that, some of the stuff that he does with viola, where he just sort of rips into it and gets that feverish pitch.
2: Good stuff from Michael Cronin, Bay Area garage rocker, Charlie's pick for Album of the Year. Thanks, Charlie. Thanks for calling Sound Opinions. Yep, thanks a lot. Okay, we've got another suggestion from a listener. Sharon's in Willowbrook, Illinois. Sharon, thanks for calling.
7: Thank you for having me.
2: What is your Album of the Year?
7: My Album of the Year is Magpie and the Dandelion by the Avid Brothers.
2: A lot of fans of the Avett Brothers, we get a lot of emails saying, how come you guys don't talk more about the Avett Brothers? Sharon, you, you got the chance. Make the case for everybody, for the two of us, and for everybody who doesn't know the genius of the Avett Brothers.
7: Okay, well, just in talking about this album anyway, for people who are familiar with them, they'll know that this album is filled with their beautiful, honest songs that they deliver in their gorgeous sibling harmonies. And these guys are skilled instrumentalists With the guitars, banjos, stand-up bass And cello are featured in all their songs And this album, it would be a great introduction For people who don't know them There's a very searing critique of the fashion industry On this album called Another is Waiting That uh, has a great video I think that's getting kind of a lot of attention
4: If you care, if you like Well, I'm standing in the lantern light With our weapons and our love And I use them both to cover up Another is waiting She isn't saying anything
7: You know, the Avits have been around since 2001. They've been touring heavily and in all that time trying to balance, you know, family life and marriage and kids. And, it's a
2: hard-working band.
7: Yeah, very much so. And so some of these songs really explore some of the ups and downs of that in a very gut-wrenching way. It's a fake, it's a con The nature of the road you're on Let's
4: see your skeleton Well before your life is done
3: all right, Sharon, that's a little bit of uh, Magpie and the Dandelion from the Avet Brothers, your favorite album of the year. You've certainly made the case, Sharon, and we appreciate it.
2: Thanks for calling Sound Dependence.
7: Thank you for having me on. I love your show.
2: Thanks. Thanks, Sharon.
7: All right, take care.
2: All right, Greg, let's take one more nomination. John is in Denver, Colorado. Hi, John. Welcome to Sound Opinions. Hi, fellas. What is your album of the year?
8: My album of the year is called When the Night by St. Lucia. They are one of these you know, heavily 80s-influenced kind of synth-pop bands like Boss of the People or Capital Cities. But I worry that that kind of limits them. It makes it almost sound too much like a novelty or a gimmick. What I think about it is that it harkens back to some of that great synth pop of the 80s but brings it into kind of the modern era for instance you'll hear kind of a reverb effect on the guitar that might remind you of scritty politi's perfect way or you'll hear these really vibrant washes of synthesizer that kind of call to mind like go west we close our eyes and i let me stop you before you start cringing at this
2: because i have a feeling
8: you guys and all the other music snobs and hipsters out there are scoffing at what i'm saying.
2: We are we are so not hipster here at Sound Opinions. You have no idea. Uh, I don't
8: know about that. You know, Greg, <laughs> I don't know about that. Greg
2: right now is still sporting the flock of seagulls haircut, John.
8: Bless you. Bless you. But i got to say St. Lucia has a much warmer, much more vibrant sound than even flock of seagulls or those other kind of pinny... Casio Speak and Spell type keyboard band. This is wonderful, bright pop music that just happens to be focused more on the synthesizer. And it drives me bananas when people kind of discount that sound because there's millions of us that still love it.
2: You know what? What you got to realize, John, is uh, you know we're in Chicago and we love John Hughes, right? Harry and right Drew. right now, the three of us are flashing back on the Wax Tracks Record Store in,
3: in Lincoln Avenue, just like John Hughes always was.
8: Good, that's a beautiful reference. I miss that
3: guy. So Saint Lucia, you make the case, and when we do the synth pop show, John, you are going to be our go-to guy on that.
8: <laughs> Give me a call. I'll be your resident expert. Thanks. <laughs> thanks
3: so much for coming on Sound Opinions.
8: You bet. Thanks, guys. Love you both.
3: Now, getting back to our countdown, Greg, we left off with your number seven. Yes, Jim, number six on my list is an album called uh, Woman by Rye. And at number five, I had one of your favorites, Savages, with Silence Yourself. But I'm going to go to my number four record on the list, an album by a group called Dark Side that we have not talked about yet on the show, and I think we are remiss in that. It is one of the best albums of the year by far. I've been listening to this record obsessively over the last few weeks. It's a combo, a DJ, Nicholas Yar, and a multi-instrumentalist named Dave Harrington. Yar is the more famous name in that duo. Out of Brown University, uh, now lives in New York, 23 years old. He made a very well-received electronic album in 2011. And then earlier this year, he started working with Harrington in Paris. They actually did a remix of that Daft Punk album that came out earlier this year that got quite a bit of notice. But the real key to their collaboration has been this album called Psychic. A lot of critics who have been reviewing the record have said, "You know, what is this?" They haven't been able to pigeonhole the genre, and that's the point of the record. It doesn't really have a genre. It takes some of those ideas in the Daft Punk record, where they were sort of retro futurists in terms of the way they they took those sounds from the past and blended them into new combination. Times ten on this record. There's a, a jazz sensibility to the way they just flow from one track to the next and within these individual tracks. It's not like a pop chorus and a verse and then a bridge and then a solo, even though they're singing on the record and there are some traditional elements of pop craftsmanship, but the way they sort of work in this futuristic electronic vein and incorporate blues and movie soundtrack textures, classical music, I'm hearing some jazz elements in the music as well, psychedelia, it is a mind blowing trip through all of these different genres to the point where it becomes just music. I think also calling themselves Dark Side, very intentional. There's no escaping the connection to early Pink Floyd in this record. So, therefore, Jim, this is an album right up your alley. I think it's going to be uh, an enjoyable one for a lot of listeners, too. I do highly recommend a good set of headphones when you're listening to this, <laughs> it will blow your mind. Dark Side with a track called Heart from Psychic on Sound Opinions. That is Heart from Dark Side. The album is Psychic number four on my list. Jim, what do you got next? Greg, I have another record
2: that we haven't spoken about on the show yet. It's called She's Gone. It's the debut album from a supergroup called Upset. It comes in at number eight for me. Now, Allie Kohler is a young woman from New Jersey. She's a great drummer. She's been on the show twice, mm. first as a member of the Vivian Girls, playing drums for them, and then again with Bess Coast. For various reasons, she parted ways with those groups and went on to start her own combo, first tapping a really great guitarist, Jennifer Prince, who used to be in a band called La Sarah. And then, when you've made your name as one of the best drummers on the indie underground you know today, who do you turn to to play drums? She turned to One of her heroines, the great Patty Chamel of Hull. Right? I mean, Patty was one of the drummers of the alt era. This trio has made I think the most joyful gleeful album about the sheer pleasures of making a loud noise together since the debut by Wild Flag. Allie is a little younger I think than the women in Wild Flag so there's a sort of Tuscadero element. If you remember that obscure band from the early 90s, I played them once as a Desert Island jukebox. They were kind of doing this high school girls take on life. There's a tune I'm going to play. It's called Don't Lose Your Dinosaur and I Love the way they sing. If it means that much to you, don't give up what you're meant to do. If it's all that gets you through the day, don't let it get away. They're not just singing about a little plastic toy dinosaur, right? They're singing about life. I love this album. It's irrepressible as far as I'm concerned. Here is upset, don't lose your dinosaur. The album's called She's Gone on Sound Opinions. If it
6: means that much to-
2: Don't lose your dinosaur by upset at number eight on my 10 best of the year list. Greg, where are you going next?
3: Jim, I'm going to number three, and uh, Alan Toussaint with the album Songbook. Alan Toussaint, 75 years young. Actually, he was just in our studios a few weeks ago. Songwriter and producer, a lot of people may not know the name because he's more of a behind-the-scenes guy in New Orleans music, but he wrote and produced some of the greatest New Orleans music of the last 50 years. He was involved in songs like Fortune Teller, Working in a Coal Mine, A Certain Girl, Lady Marmalade. Over the last 50 years, artists like Lee Dorsey, Irma Thomas, LaBelle, Robert Plant, and Alison Krauss covered one of his songs. Rarely out front or celebrated for being a singer and piano player. And that's what the focus is on in this record. He's told me he's never done a record quite like this one in terms of just being a solo performer. It was a live recording at Joe's Pub in New York City, a residency that he did there over several years after his home and studio in New Orleans were devastated by Hurricane Katrina and basically surveying his career. Those 88 keys for Toussaint, an instrument he played since he's been like four or five years old, he turns that into an orchestra. And that voice still supple, still agile, still able to hit those high notes, just a career capping performance in many ways ways that was captured on this record. It's Alan Toussaint with Songbook and a song called It's Raining, originally written for Irma Thomas in the early 60s, and now Toussaint takes it back. Alan Toussaint, It's Raining, on Sound Opinions.
9: This is a song that I wrote for Irma Thomas many years ago. It's raining so hard. Looks like it's going to rain all night And this is the time I'd love to be holding you tight But I guess I'll have to accept The the fact that you're not here I wish this rain would hurry up and end, my dear It's raining so hard really coming down Sitting by my window Watching the rain fall to the ground This is the time I'd love to be holding you tight But I guess I'll just go crazy tonight It's raining so hard Brings back memories Of the time When you were here with me Counting every drop About to blow my top I wish this rain would hurry up and Stop I've got the blues so bad I can hardly catch my breath The harder it rains The worse, worse it gets This is the time I'd love to be holding you tight But I guess i just go crazy
2: Alan Toussaint with It's Raining from Songbook, Greg Cott's number three album of the year. To check out our complete best of lists, go to soundopinions.org. When we return to Sound Opinions from WBEZ Chicago and PRX, we make it to number one.
9: Counting every drop, about to blow my top. I wish this rain would hurry up and stop. I've got the blues so bad I can hardly catch my breath The harder it rains The worse it gets This is the time I'd love to be holding you tight But I guess I'll just go crazy tonight Guess I'll just go crazy tonight
2: back to Sound Opinions. I'm Jim DeRogatis. My partner is Greg Cott, and we are having more fun than should be legal talking about our favorite albums of 2013. I just love this show, Greg. I just do. Do 2013. We we can tell. You know, well, so do you. You even get excited, and that's so unusual. I've already talked about numbers 10, 9, and 8. At number 7 is Wire Change Becomes Us. Number 6, Carl Bartos of Craftwork made a record called Off the Record. Foxygen, we are the 21st century ambassadors of peace and magic talked about all three of those in our mid year show. And at number four, I have Lord, Pure Heroin. I love that record. We just reviewed it a couple of weeks ago. So now I'm at number three. And this is a record I know you love as well. Chance the Rapper, a young Chicago rapper, self released a record called Acid rap. He is steeped in psychedelic rock as well as old school hip-hop and soul and dusties and jazz, but he's really significant as a lyricist. I I said this when we first talked about it, and I'm sticking by it. Chicago has been in this epidemic of violence on the south and west sides of this city. I think what what the 60s anti-war movement got from Ohio by Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, I think he gave us in a song called Push a Man, where he's praying to God, says, everybody's dying here in the summer, so pray to God for a little more spring. Wow, I get goosebumps still after 200 listens to this song just saying those words.
1: Everybody's dying in the summer. So pray to God for a little more spring.
2: But what's really extraordinary about this record is Chance Knows. That the the failed schools and and poverty, that morass that is is haunting half of the city we love, that's not the whole story. He raps about loving his grandma, except he's a chain smoker and he's trying to quit and he stinks so bad a cigarette she won't hug him, right? (laughs) Just these little vignettes of everyday life. This is novelistic detail, right? I think this is a masterpiece. I'm going to play a song here that's about love and, and, and redemption, part of life as much as the violence. It's called Cocoa Butter Kisses. By Chance the Rapper, the record's acid rap. Download it for free. Give it a shot. Here it is on Sound Opinions. Stink. I miss my cocoa
1: butter, kisses. I <laughs> Okie dokie, outkie, keep it low-key like Thor, lil' bro, or he'll go blow the loudie. Saudi if sour, Saudi, wily up off peyote, wildin' like that coyote. If I sip any any, my belly just might be outie. Pull up inside a huggy, start skiing her chug-duggy. I just opened up the pack in and hour all ask my lucky. Tonight she just yelling for me. Two weeks she'll be yelling for me. Used to like orange cassette tastes with Timmy, Tommy, and Chucky. And Chucky, Jesus, pieces, Jesus, pieces, Saint Jesus love me. providing inside my eyes. So my grandma will fuck and hug me. Oh, generation above me. I know you still remember. Just like that is, y'all taught me how to go hunting. Blair! Cigarettes on cigarettes, my mama think I stank. I got burn holes in my hoodies, all my homies think is that I miss my cocoa butter kisses. I miss my cocoa butter kisses. Cigarettes on cigarettes, my mama think I stank. I got burn holes in my hoodies, all my homies think is that I miss my cocoa butter kisses. I miss my cocoa
5: butter. Internet. I will smoke a little something but I don't inhale. Everywhere that I go, everywhere, they be acts as it going to the go. ends well, go figure, victors, light skin. Jesus got me feeling like colin and Pell. All praise to the guy, God knows he's a pro, he's a pro like cold and Tell. Check, check, make check me, take me to the bedroom like you know me well. I mean, normally, you see Norma Jean with a ticket with Farmer Phil. But these kids these days, they get so high burn trees, smoke chlorophyll. Till they can't feel shit, shit, face, face, there's 15 hits on this L. Elevated train and the craziest thing got me feeling like Lauren and hell. Miseducated, my it, Rap bill battle, set, I never made it, Probably shoulda been dead or in jail dead beat, dad, of that jazz. I think we all
3: Cocoa Butter Kisses from Chance, the rapper from the album Acid Rap, number three on Jim DeRogatis' list, and Jim it is number two on my year-end list. That track also features Vic Mensa, who has made the number seven album on my list. And Mensa and Chance are very much like-minded individuals, two young men who have made transcendent hip-hop albums in 2013. My number one album of the year, a little drum roll, please. Um, And we we were just talking about this. When Chance put his record out in the spring, it became a very strong contender for number one. But I eventually went with Parquet Courts and Light Up Gold. A good choice. They are at my number two slot. And I think one of the reasons, Jim, that I came down on the side of Parquet Courts is the evolution of this record in my own mind. When it came out in January, it didn't resonate emotionally with me the way it does now. It just kept revealing more and more layers every time I listen to it. I think the initial impression was kind of ramshackle, kind of loose, deadpan, sarcastic. Now I'm seeing the poetry inside that sarcasm. I think those guys would blanch if I said that to them, but at the same time, I think there's been a lot of thought put into the lyrics in this record about that zone between adolescence and adulthood. That weird space where you're not quite an adult, but you're still hanging on to your childhood, and you feel like you're running in place. It's this sense of, where's my life going? I'm on treadmill how do I get off this thing but at the same time you hear those guitars tangling and then exploding and that rhythm section just so together I think they're underrated keys to the band everybody talks about the singers and guitars Andrew Savage and Austin Brown but Sean Yeaton and Andrew's brother Max on drums are in many ways the key to that band that propulsive driving rhythm section breaking down these walls of indifference that are set up in these songs Here's a track from Light Up Gold, my number one album of the year, Master of My Craft from Parquet Courts on Sound Opinions. I got gold
6: record time, gold back in time in my-
2: is Master of My Craft by the Texas to Brooklyn Transplants Parquet Courts. Greg Cott's album of the year, Light Up Gold, was my number two album of the year. You mentioned earlier that you liked Savage's Silence Yourself and that I did quite a bit too. And yes, it is my number one album of the year. Debut album by this three quarters English, one quarter French quartet. I almost have exhausted my suitcase of superlatives for this record. We've talked about this band a lot. We had them as guests on the show. We interviewed them, and they performed, and we reviewed their record. I just got a new laptop, and I had not transferred my iTunes. I had one record on the laptop. So for 24 hours, the only music I listened to was Silence Yourself. This is after a year of playing it, and you know what? I still wasn't sick of it. This band, I believe, is a truly important band musically every member is a virtuoso the guitarist Gemma Thompson plays no chords it's these washes of sound the rhythm section is incredibly fluid and melodic and yet unrelentingly powerful and that intense front person Camille Botomier, or Jenny Beth as she goes by I've said it she's the most intense live performer I've seen since early Kurt Cobain the band is incredible live there's no way to see it perform and not feel something Lyrically, what I hear is contempt for so much of the modern condition. Sexism, people tuning each other out even as they are more digitally connected than ever. But I also hear optimism that there can be community. There can be something real that we can connect with people if only we try. I venture to say, if you don't like this band, you're probably never going to be friends with me. That's how strongly (laughs) I feel. Savages, silence yourself. This is the track called "Cities Full" on Sound Opinions.
3: That is Cities Full from Savages. The album is Silence Yourself, a brilliant album, we both agree. It was number five on my list and number one on Jim DeRigatis' list. I have to say, no surprise there, Jim, at all. You've been raving about them most of the year are and you jealous that I like them just a little bit more than well, you well I thought they were terrific live as well and I have to say that live performance worth seeing again we have them on video at Lincoln Hall it was a part of a Sound Opinions live show earlier this year as well as my number one album Parquet Courts you can see them live as well at soundopinions.org for our complete top ten list you should go to soundopinions.org
2: Greg what do we have on the show next week
3: Next week, Jim, it is our holiday spectacular annual event with our very own Chris Kringle andy Surzan. Greg as always we
2: have some thank yous to say on the way out. Sound Opinions is produced by Jason Saldana, Robin Lynn and Anthony Martinez and our intern is Jake Smith. Thanks for listening as always and we hope this music brings you as much joy as it does to the two of us.
5: Operator, can you help if you please give me the right area code and the number that I need, my right or left up on the midnight fire, singing like a summer breeze.
2: On sound opinions, everyone's a critic, so now it's time to hear what you have to say.
7: Hey Jim and Greg It's Heather calling From Dover, New Hampshire Responding to Your awesome show About songs About the music business The one that really Came to the front of my mind Was Free Man in Paris Off of Court and Spark 1974 Joni Mitchell
4: I was a free man In Paris I felt unfettered And alive There was nobody Calling me up For favors And no one's future To decide
6: You know I
7: But I think Freeman in Paris kind of sums up something that everyone goes through, whether they're with the music business or not. She sings, lately, I wonder what I'd do it for. If I had my way, I'd just walk out those doors and wander down the Champs-Élysées. And who, at one point in time, doesn't just want to leave everything behind and go to a foreign country and just be themselves? Keep it up, guys. I listen to you every week. You do a great job, even though I don't agree with you all the time. Cheers. Ideal.
0: sound opinions, this is Jim in New York City.
3: I just wanted to put my two cents in on record industry songs. Neil Young's Prisoners of Rock and Roll. The history behind it is pretty special to me because Neil Young had put out a slew like four or five
0: pretty bad records in the 80s and he and Crazy Horse got back on track
3: and this is a song all about why he went off the rails in the first place in remembering what makes rock and roll great. Thanks for a great show And uh, I'll
7: keep listening Hi, this is DJ Transistor Sister At KALX in Berkeley Your music business song Show is what I just listened to I want to add to that The Replacements and their record "Please to Meet Me But I'm thinking of the song In particular I don't know From that record in the door, the other foot in the gutter. That kind of sums up the whole replacement story with major labels. They couldn't catch a break, they got signed. All this crazy stuff happened. It's a great song, and that was a great show. Thank you.
8: Jim and Greg, Kenny from Denver. I'm calling to offer up a suggestion for the songs about the music business, but I want to expand that to show business. Tom Waits going out west from his album, Bone Machine. The words go. My friends think I'm ugly, I got a masculine face. And then he ends the song by saying, I'm going out west where they appreciate me. And not only does this song rile me up because it sounds like a bar fight, but it just cracks me up to think of Tom Waits getting started as a young man with all these baby-faced pretty boys. And he's basically saying, I'm going out west to blow show business apart. I just love that song. Love Tom Waits. Love the show.
3: Good job. Keep it up. Have a good one. No more
7: messages.
3: To give us your opinions on Sound Opinions, call our hotline, 888-859-1800. We'll be back next week with more Sound Opinions produced by WBEZ Chicago and distributed by PRX.